0: Healthy Living Tuesdays with Ronald Abergeen.
1: Hey, hey, hey there, Ronald. Are you good? I am loving the stories in studio and the positive energy that's here. Oh, that's wonderful. But I'm, there I'm, are self-defense classes starting next week for those <laughs> that might need it.
0: <laughs> Defense classes. Yeah, I think you're a bit off mic there, uh, uh, Ronald. There you go. All right, we'll get into that. Maybe a subject matter for another I was going to say another healthy living Tuesday. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can throw in some health defence there. All right, consumers, as we know, with a sweet tooth—a sweet tooth rather for sugary beverages—can expect their own syntax as of April next year. In his budget speech, Finance Minister Pravin Gordon said government would implement a super, or rather, sugar tax on sweetened drinks from uh, April 2017 in an effort, of course, to curb obesity that includes soft drinks, fruit juices, energy drinks, and vitamin waters and the rest of it. Now, a sugar tax has been mooted by the growing number of consumer bodies and health experts as well, Ronald, who have been calling for a tax on sweetened sugar beverages to help curb the tide of obesity in South Africa. Good move, I I suppose.
1: You know, at the end of the day, people have a choice. Mm -hmm. So it's a move in the right direction. But at the end of the day, consumers still have the choice to make. If you put up Water, a glass of water versus some fizzy drink or maybe some sweetened other beverage more often than not someone's going to choose the sweetened option because it's yeah. so used to it mm-hmm. but this is a step in the right direction studies have proven that this works internationally so let's give it a go and uh, challenge our consumers to uh, hashtag cut down on sugar.
0: Mm, Talking about studies, research by the University of uh, Vertvatos and found that a uh, suggested 20% tax on sweetened sugar beverages uh, could possibly reduce obesity in uh, 220 adults. Now uh, other countries that have introduced the the same thing, sugar tax, include France, Mexico and several states in the US as well. Uh, Have these countries experienced an impact, a positive one on sugar tax, uh, uh, improved health uh, in other words?
1: Well, Mexico definitely has. Mexico has seen a 17 percent drop in the amount of uh, consumed uh, sugary drinks and that's a huge statistic regarding obesity Mexico is known to be one of the obese nations of the world mm-hmm. and they have seen a gradual decline in that but sugar is not the only cause of obesity but with a decline in the consumption and the sales of the carbonated fizzy drinks or other sugary drinks that's a positive sign
0: so it has worked uh, it's not, because uh, it, it brings about, we were talking earlier with Lizette, I mean, it brings about syntax on cigarette has been introduced for, for the longest time. Do you see people cutting back? I, I, don't, I get a sense they're not bothered.
1: I get the, actually I don't get the sense, I know they're not bothered. That's <laughs> <laughs> a difference. Because I see it all the time. Mm. I see people that complain, no, I don't have enough money for food, but they're walking around with a fizzy drink. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but that costs more than what a plate of food would cost, you know, on, on any you know a health plate mm-hmm. that you could make at home so people are really associated with sugary drinks to luxury to showing a sign of, of, of wealth in many communities out there and the other thing is this it's not just those sugary drinks if you look at how much sugar is put into a cup of coffee or tea mm-hmm. you'll actually you know what? be really shocked I see many corporates all the time and in some of the corporates some of the people put in over seven teaspoons of sugar into a small cup of coffee or tea yeah seven and yeah. your your taste buds get very used to sugar just like salt so you need to keep on adding more and more and more mm. because in seven it will be very bitter for you in the next couple of months and you must add 8 9 or 10 and hmm. it keeps on increasing so will this cause a dent in obesity in the law! long run it will yeah. In the short term in almost like not forever really. you uh, know what?
0: which which sadly really comes back to the point that uh, the min- finance minister Pravin gordon's underlying message mm-hmm. if not uh, the message of curbing obesity and uh, encouraging good healthy lifestyles mm-hmm. is really lost in translation deliberately so by consumers isn't it they just see this as another uh, reform economic reform policies to to you know what I mean to get, to get money, more money to get money <laughs> wherever uh, uh, well, we can. Can sure, get.
1: because there are certain taxes that we don't have a choice on mm-hmm. yeah. petrol tax tire tax etc yeah. you know tax tax you don't have a choice on that but when it comes to sugary carbonated drinks and, and other sweetened beverages mm-hmm. there is a choice but the reality is this is that the There are economic reforms in place and the budget needs to be tightened very much like our waistlines. The only thing is this is I would rather tell people to get active and invest more into safer walking routes than just taxing 20% on sugar sweetened beverages because the reality is this. It's going to affect the sugar economy. The sugar economy is predicted a 23% 23 decline in production of sugar this year alone. Mm -hmm. So where is that going to lead us to? another unionized issue regarding jobs because jobs will be affected etc etc so the ripple effect is more so than the waistline we as South Africans must own the fact that we eat unhealthy that we are inactive and don't just blame sugar there are other uh, culprits to it as well.
0: Exactly right. Alright our health fact of the week Ronald?
1: Our health fact of the week is linked into some studies done in America where they did a survey regarding what is the 2015 most popular diet in the world. Any ideas? The most popular diet? Hmm. No, it doesn't start with a B.
0: Okay. Okay. It's I thought act- it's that Oprah one.
1: Oh, that Oprah one. Whatever well, it's called. That's for the small American population that still okay. follows a, um, the chicken wing diet. Which uh, yeah. She waves the chicken wings that still wave. Uh, okay. It's yeah. actually called the Diet Advice for Hypertension, Hi- Hypertension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. the DASH diet. Huh. So, what it means is it's, it focuses on real food, cutting out salt or minimizing your salt intake. And it's mm-hmm. called the DASH diet. Yeah. And globally, by health professionals, medical professionals, fitness professionals and dietitians and hmm. consumers, it's been shown to give the most sustainable results over a longer period of time rather than these fly-by-night diets. Hmm. Okay,
0: so the DASH diet, you call it.
1: The DASH diet.
0: All right, well, I'm sure you got to DASH out of the studio. We'll see you, yeah. again. We'll see you again next Healthy Living Cozy. Tuesday on The Drive Time Experience, our health and uh, fitness lifestyle coach.